Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it! Yeah, Donald Trump turning himself in today. Fulton County Jaja on charges of election meddling. It's his fourth indictment. He did replace his top lawyer, Hammer. I don't know what you make of this. The lawyer who has led Trump's defense in Georgia, his name's Drew Feindling, is being replaced by Stephen Sedow which is a uh, attorney based in Atlanta uh, website describes him as this, like, like some sort of special counsel for white collar and high profile defense. So I don't know what we make of this, a last minute change of the leadership of Donald Trump's defense. Well, there's been a lot of changes going on. So originally it went from, yes, there was going to be a mugshot. And then Donald Trump's team came out and said, well, let's pump the brakes a little bit. We don't anticipate a mugshot. We're working with the authorities in Georgia. Donald Trump's going to turn himself in, but there's probably not going to be a mugshot. Well, then today, the number one trending topic in America on social media is Trump mugshot. Because yesterday... Maybe it was the day before. You got the mug shots of the other co-conspirators, Rudy if you Giuliani, will. Rudy Giuliani, Jenna Ellis. Right. And a number of other folks had their mug shots taken. So if there is indeed a mug shot today, how do you think the old man's going to uh, look at that, Nigel? I think he's going to get his hands on that and put it on uh, every T-shirt and hat he can find on the Trump merch store and sell it and fundraise off of it. Does he have the surly look in it like Rudy Giuliani had? Oh, yeah. Or does he go full Jenna Ellis with a big cheeser? Yeah, Jenna, I... I, mm, No, I don't think he's going to do a cheeser. I think he's going to look mean. I think he's going to look pissed. Kind of like every picture. Yeah. (laughs) Right, right. Unless he's crashing a wedding or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of his professional headshots are that stoic kind of mean-looking face that he has and make no mistake trump trump wants this this everything he's done up until this point and, and i'm sure his ratings are going to go through the roof after this as if they haven't already gone through the roof after every indictment they seem to keep climbing there's nothing they can do to stop this guy so sometime this evening we don't know a specific time yet because technically he has until tomorrow to turn himself in but we're hearing sometime this evening donald trump will turn himself in to authorities in atlanta and then we play the waiting game will we get the what could be most shared photograph in the history of the world well the first mugshot of a president of an american president in the history of the country i believe it was almost a decade ago now where that selfie of those celebrities at the academy awards was the most retweeted picture most shared photo yeah it's like bradley cooper and ellen and scarlett johansson and some other right randoms and then Right. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence was yeah, in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that was the most shared photo 
this Donald Trump mugshot, if we get one today, tonight, is going to break that record, I believe. But I mean, you're right. The other side of that is it's a it's a never Trumpers. It's an anti-Trumper. It's a Trump haters wet dream. Right. They've as much as Donald Trump can fundraise off of it. Yeah. This is really all the left has wanted with all these indictments. Right. This is all they've wanted. The picture of Donald Trump so they can hold that up and all get in a big room and smack each other on the backside. That's all that they're wanting. Now, speaking of Donald Trump, last night, Nige, you were the person tasked with watching Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson, the big interview on social media. Yes, that was my beat. Your beat was the uh, the the debates, the GOP primary. And as soon, you know, I had my computer open and ready. As soon as that thing dropped, I hit play so I could tweet in real time. And quite frankly, I, I was a little underwhelmed. It was just okay. Tucker's had more compelling interviews, honestly, on this format on X. It was playing the hits with Donald Trump. It was, he, he talked, you know, it's just anything and everything you can think of. We've all heard him talk. I didn't learn anything new. There were moments that I laughed. Uh, he had some, I mean, we've got tons of clips, I know. Uh, we'll start with this one, though. Tucker started the interview by asking Trump, why aren't you at the GOP primary debates? And he gave the answer we've all heard a million times by now. Well, my polling's through the roof. And I don't really want to go there with a bunch of no names. There's people on that stage that shouldn't even be there. And Tucker asked him, well, who shouldn't be there? When you, when you say there are people on stage who shouldn't be running for president, who do you mean? Well, I don't want to really use names, but it wouldn't matter too much. A guy like, uh, I call him Ada Hutchinson. It's Asa, but I call him Ada. Uh, Why do you I call him Ada? I, you know, I could tell you, but I don't want to get myself in a little trouble. <laughs> But he's weak and pathetic, and he's uh, never understood the guy. Never knew him. He was the governor of Arkansas. I did not a very popular guy. Uh, a guy like Chris Christie, a guy left with a eight percent. Think of it, eight percent approval rating in New Jersey. Now he's running for president, and he runs solely on the basis of oh, let's get Trump. Let's. He's like a savage uh, uh, maniac. He's like a lunatic, and that's all he talks about. His poll numbers are very, very low. He's about two percent. I'm dying to know the Ada. Uh, nickname Ada Hutchinson. It's it's Asia, right? It's right. Asia, right? And, and and this is because now I can't I can't tell you I don't want to, I can't I'm going to get in trouble. He has no problem calling Stormy Daniels horseface on Twitter, but <laughs> he stops with Asia Nick Hutchinson's nickname. That's where he draws the line. <laughs> uh, by the way, I've got an update. We've got breaking news here, Nigel. You ready for this? Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump uh, just a few minutes ago on Truth Social says that arrest time will be 7.30 p.m. 7.30 p.m. tonight. So we'll play more audio of Tucker and Trump coming up in just a little bit. But if you watched the debates last night, it was interesting. A lot of energy early on. Yeah. Kind of hit a little bit of a lull and a decent finish. Uh, This is uh, DeSantis, Hutchinson, Haley, and Burgum. This election is not about January 6th of 2021. It's about January 20th of 2025, when the next president is going to take office. Over a year ago, I said that Donald Trump was morally disqualified from being president again as a result of what happened on January 6th. 
More people are understanding the importance of that, including conservative legal scholars who says he may be disqualified under the 14th Amendment from being president again as a result of the insurrection. Three quarters of Americans don't want a rematch between Trump and Biden. And we have to face the fact that Trump is the most disliked politician in America. We can't win a general election that way. China is the number one threat to our country. And every minute that the these eight candidates spend talking about the past instead about the future is time. China loves it when we're talking about the past. Okay. Yeah, I agree with Bergam there and DeSantis. Shut up about January 6th. It's enough. Over it. Time to move on. And Hutchinson going out of his way to call it an insurrection and blaming Donald Trump for it. Did you hear it. those boos when he, he was saying that, along with Nikki Haley as well? Here now is our former midday guy, Mike Pence. Now look, I've made it clear. I, I had hoped that the issues surrounding the 2020 election and the controversies around January 6th had not come to this, had not come to criminal proceedings. I would rather they have been resolved by the American people. And President Trump is entitled to the presumption of innocence that every American is entitled to. And we will make sure and extend that to him. But the American people deserve to know that the president asked me in his request that I reject or return votes unilaterally, power that no vice president in American history had ever exercised or taken. Uh, He asked me to put him over the Constitution, and uh, I chose the Constitution, and I always will. I had no right to overturn the election. How'd you feel about Pence's performance last night? He was like, uh, like... He was hot and cold, night and day. I don't know that I've ever seen him that fired up at certain points during the... uh, Like I said, I was watching the Tucker and Trump interview a lot. I didn't get to see the first hour. How do you think Pence did? I believe it was Will Ferrell's character, Buddy the Elf, who once said, and I quote, he's an angry elf. (laughs) He was a little angry last night. You could clearly tell... The consultants and the advisors uh, met with Mike Pence and said, all right, look here, Magic Mike, we love you. We think you're a tough guy, but the numbers show most people think you're a weenie. So you go to that podium and be an angry elf. You go be an angry elf. And he wasn't the only one. It seemed like a lot of people were angry at Ramaswamy last night. Everyone was. And he was kind of getting under the skin of a number of people, including Chris Christie. So first, let me just address a question that is on everybody's mind at home tonight. Who the heck is this skinny guy with a funny last name? And what the heck is he doing in the middle of this debate stage? Listen, now that everybody's gotten their memorized, pre-prepared slogans out of the way, we can actually have a real discussion now. The, the, the reality and the fact of the matter is... Was that one of yours? Uh, not, not really, Mike, actually. Yeah. We're just going to have some fun tonight. I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like ChatGPT standing up here. The last person in one of these debates, Brett, who stood in the middle of the stage and said, what's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here was Barack Obama. And I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur standing on stage tonight. What? Just same, like you did to Obama. The same time amateur. And, and you'll help elect me just like you did to Obama, too. Give me that the same hug, type of amateur. Hey, <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah, there was something when Chris Christie, when he was governor of New Jersey, after uh, Hurricane Sandy gave Obama a hug. Big bro hug. And that, some people say that put him over the top. By the way, I don't think calling Ramaswamy a chat GPT. Who are you? So, sound like chat. I, chat GPT is smart. 
Right. AI artificial intelligence that's smart. He's a great – Vivek is a very smart – he knows how to debate. He can come back at you the snap of a finger. And I, I think a lot of people like this guy. I really think it was his night last night. And based on the poll we did on the Hammer and Nigel Twitter, uh, Ramaswamy was the winner, followed by kind of a close, you know, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, and then really there was everybody else. So if you missed any of the debate last night, here's pretty much what you missed. When the time runs out, we all will hear this. Governor Christie. A public employee, Mr. Vice President. Well, I don't know if I get a chance to respond. Senator Scott. I'm a Southern boy. I talk slow. So, America. America. Another one. That was quick. Governor DeSantis. We need to end the weaponization of these federal agents. But that's not the question. That's not the question. I know, but here's the thing. We're going to move on. No, we're going to. Martha, can I answer the question? Can I speak on this issue? I was. You didn't. You answered on this. You didn't. You didn't. Here we go. I think we need to establish some ground rules here. When we hear this bell, that means your time's done. (laughs) They could just change the channel to MSNBC right now. Uh, Bell was driving me nuts. You know who else was driving me nuts last night? Asia Hutchinson and Doug, with all due respect to these two bottom feeders, no one knows who you are outside of the diehard Politico. This was your opportunity to make a name for yourself. And they just went up there and they kept their mouths shut. And we need to limit this stage just a little bit. If this is going to be a legitimate race for number two, we've got to limit the playing field just a little bit.